Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 306, part two. Or actually, I should say, take two. I realized that my podcasting app had something wrong with it, so I didn't realize it, though, until an episode may have gone out to your feed that was only seven seconds long. Now, if that did happen, I am sorry that I didn't catch that. If it didn't happen, I'm grateful. And regardless, I am here recording the episode, number 306, for yesterday, which was November 2nd. It's November 3rd when I'm recording this. I'm sitting in my car outside the public library, hoping that this take will work and I can get on with my business. Yesterday, November 2nd, was a good day. I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I'm glad that you are here and that you are patient, listening as I share my experience and how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday. So yesterday was November 2nd, All Souls Day. And it's the third day of the beginning of the month of remembrance within the Roman Catholic Church. Now, there's various historical reasons why November 1st was selected as All Souls Day, All Saints Day, but it certainly goes with the season that we are in the midst of in the Northern Hemisphere. This is the season, the time of year when fall is continuing to proceed, that the trees, like the ones outside of my car here that I'm looking at, are losing more and more of their leaves, and the darkness is increasing. And it is at those times, at this time, that we remember those who have gone before us in faith. And the church remembers on November 1st the canonized and beatified saints who the church says, yes, definitively, These men and women who lived holy and good lives are in heaven with God, for that's the definition of a saint. All Souls Day, yesterday, we remember all of the departed, and we have the hope that they too are saints in the eternal presence of God and within the eternal reality of God's love. And that's what we remember yesterday. Now, there definitely is an overtone of the Catholic belief of purgatory, that we pray for souls in purgatory, and, you know, that there is some sort of uh, very formal action that we are doing for their benefit, those who have departed. And I don't discount that. I, I see the mystery and the possibility of that. That being said, I really do think we remember for our benefit and not theirs. And I say this because the first reading from the liturgy yesterday from the Book of Wisdom says very clearly, the souls of the just are with God and they are at peace. So I interpret that to mean they don't need our prayers, really. And the remembrance is for us. And the remembrance is simple. It is the remembrance that love, the love that we had for them, the love that they had for us, the love of God survives death. 
that, like St. Paul says, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And we remember that, that those who have departed, although they are no longer physically with us, they still live. And we are still connected with them and they with us. And the love that we have is not in vain. It's not just a, an empty love of the past and the way things were. It is the love of the present and the way things will be. When we too enter into the fullness of God's love, which is eternity, we too will be reunited with them. And that's what we celebrate on All Souls Day. And it's a joyful celebration. We're sad, certainly, because we miss those whom we love. We long for them to be with us. At the same time, though, we celebrate and we rejoice that they are at peace. And we celebrate their lives and what they gave to us and the mystery of what they still give to us. We don't really fully know. But we do have the faith that there is that connection still. So yesterday, we remembered in my religion classes with a tradition that I did yesterday for the uh, sixth or seventh time, excuse me, six years previously, I've invited students to share photos of their loved ones who have died. And a student took those images and, and standardized them by making them all black and white and put names of the people not the students whose loved one it is, but the person, the loved one, put the names with the pictures and set it to evocative music. And we went to the chapel yesterday and as part of a larger prayer service with other music and prayers and readings, we watched and we remembered and we celebrated those loved ones. And God's presence was throughout it all. It was, and it is, one of my most meaningful days of my teaching year. And yesterday was not an exception to that. There was one moment in particular where I want to share of how I experienced the presence of God. So in one of my afternoon classes, there's a freshman girl whose uncle died fairly recently and I didn't know this until a day we were in class and question came up about eternity and heaven and God. And the student became very upset and left the classroom crying. And another student went out and was with her. And I eventually talked to the student and just to make sure she was okay. But it was clearly upsetting to her. Well, I didn't realize this, but yesterday she had included his photo in the presentation. And I didn't know that this particular photo was his until it appeared on the screen and she very clearly was upset by it. Put her hands into her face and I guess started crying quietly. And I knew this because she was sitting right in front of me by coincidence. And I wondered in that moment what to do. Put my hand on her shoulder because I was in the pew behind her or what to do. But turns out, God was ahead of me because her friend who was sitting in the pew in front of her at seeing the uncle and knowing this was this girl's uncle, she turned and said to her friend quietly, are you okay? And I'm here for you. She reached out and held her friend's hand while her friend was crying. 
And for me, that was such a sign of God's presence for two reasons. One, in the friend who was literally Christ's hands and heart for her friend by being there in that moment. And secondly, in the student herself, the one who was grieving her uncle's death. Because it seemed that something had shifted in her. Maybe it was the context of the presentation, the prayer that we were doing, or maybe it was just healing that was coming. Because while she was upset, she wasn't as upset as she had been just a few weeks earlier. So I took both the reaching out and the being present, the being able to stay in the moment, the girl did not have to leave crying this time, that there was a sign of God being present right there in that moment. So I close with this question. At this time of remembrance in the Roman Catholic Church, what are you doing to remember? Are you remembering the loved ones of yours who have departed Are you remembering in a formal way, in church or in ritual, or is it more informal? Are there places you go to remember your loved ones? Are there things you do? How do you remember? And in the remembering, how do you experience the presence of God? As always, thank you for listening. I'm hoping this one recorded. Blessings and peace.